You are about to get your socks blessed off because we've got something that is probably for a lot of you an answer to a prayer you've either been praying out loud intentionally or at least in your heart on a category that people are needing a lot of hope. And I got one of the best people you're ever going to want to meet on the subject of health and wellness. Dr. So Good, Dr. Mark Sherwood. Hey, it's good to see you today. Um, you're, you're solo, so um, I, I'm missing your other half, but it's all good, man. I'm sure you'll stand in well. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. You know, I always love love when I'm with Stacy, but she's she's preparing for for her prophetic report right now, and so so we're kind of just kind of kind of jumping in there, and making stuff happen. But I always love talking to you. We've said this a hundred times. I think we've done close to 170 some shows together, and uh, the conversations that we have before the prayer before and the tips. If you look, I got notes on my notepad already. This has been a productive show for me, whether you guys ever get, get anything out of it or not. You know, I always get 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 stuff as we're heading in. But we're talking today, you know, we, we're discussing because of observations and traveling. We're just together in, in Pennsylvania and you're in the airports and you're traveling. It's like, man, health is is a big issue, but yeah. o- obesity, and you brought that up. We're going to talk about it and you're, you're highly qualified. We got Quest for Wellness book by, you know, Dr. Dr. Mark Sherwood. But uh, Fork Your Diet, which is a clever t- title, it's got Dr. Mark and Michelle both on it. Dr. Michelle was the valid Victorian of our medical school. She's doing pretty good, doing pretty good. And uh, Dr. Mark, you've been a part of, of health and wellness for a long time, going back to physically doing it in the athletic arena, going into the, the SWAT team. You played professional baseball. You've, you've uh, you know, the power team, evangelism, you know, the, the, the whole part of the process, and eventually as a Side eventually became a doctor and said, "Hey, I'm going to actually, actually, you know, uh, uh, monetize this." But more than about anyone else that I've ever met, um, and, and more than anyone I've ever met personally, you care about people actually getting healthy, you know, and going from good to great, not checking off. Okay, I, I've treated that symptom. You treat the person the way God intended them to be treated to get them performing at their highest level. So uh, I just, I thank you for all of that and looking forward to what you got to say on, on this subject today. Well, I, I appreciate kind words and only by God's grace. Um, but as you said, I mean, I'll just always let my feelings on my shirt sleeve hang out and not going to ever apologize for that. I do care about people deeply. Um, the greatest heartbreaks I have um, in my life is seeing people in pain knowing full well I know the answer, given them the answer, and the pain that I go through is intense, David, when I see them not do it, even though they know they and agree they should. It, it's a pain that I feel probably more than they do sometimes, and uh, I will tell you, I wish I could get it out of my heart sometimes. I wish I could get it out of my mind, but I can't, and I've accepted that idea that it's a, it's, it's a gift from God to care that deeply, and my wife's the same. I mean, we have indeed yeah. lost sleep and shed tears over people, over things, over situations, um, more than I, I I would ever be able to describe. But it is true. We care. And, and I hope people that are hearing the message today when we get it, that they will not hear me at all because it's irrelevant. Um, but I hope they hear the voice of God. And I truly hope it brings true hope, true truth and true light into their lives to give them a chance to be free from this thing we call this this bondage of this world. So no matter where people live, I would say whether in Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine, it doesn't matter. They can they you could be their doctor. We live in Kansas City. You're 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 our, our primary go-to. And uh um 
you know, I had a calf injury even recently. And, uh, you know, Dr. Michelle will still text me just randomly out of the blue. How are you doing? You're not doing anything yeah. dumb, are you? You know, cause she's like, slow down in your recovery, make good decisions, you know, like following up, but you really, really care. People just don't get that. And that's not synonymous with the medical profession, you know, any, anymore. And, uh, so I've got doctorsogood.com, but basically just a way to, to, to get, you know, a hold of them and get into their loop. They can help you with a range of things. Did happen to be 10,000 and O versus patients with COVID mm-hmm. and uh, uh, zero deaths. I mean, pretty phenomenal. Uh, our whole family went through it in a wave, got, got us through that. But, but your primary thing really is going from good to great. Having people like, most people go in with like, hey, I got this thing. But your your real focus is, hey, how can we get you completely completely healthy. And, and with today's subject, I want to just lead into this because a lot of people are dealing with weight issues. Obesity is is is, is a, obviously a, a major issue for our country, almost probably more than any other, any other country. But people are either frustrated, hopeless, maybe have given up, maybe just blatantly don't care. They've got other fish to fry, like somebody is smoking. They know I, I probably shouldn't do this, but you know, it's just, you know, so it's just a, an awareness, but it, they got other fish to fry at the moment. But there's also a lot of guilt and shame around this topic and you know if we could even kind of lead into with you know cover that a little bit today because i think a lot of people you know um to say the negative voices you may even say the enemy has kind of gotten in their head and it's become an identity and and something that is really you know uh, kind of consumed them in a, in a dark way inside i agree with you and even today we we've seen the terms and i'll throw them out there so people can really understand that you know, we get it uh, there's that term called fat shaming and Hollywood has done a terrific job of doing that. And now there's a switch even to, um, in a negative way, there's fit shaming, which is also out there. Um, and unfortunately now we have this third idea of the acceptance of over fatness as a norm. And to me, David, that's the most dangerous pathway and it's not about shame. It's about taking care of the temple and honoring what we've been given, understanding that <clears throat> extra, you know, adipose tissue, I'll use the same word adipose and fat synonymously, extra adipose tissue is inflammatory, does drive the immunocompromised pathways so much. And that is why that when you look back at COVID, a lot of the comorbidities we had that led to mortality were inclusive of this idea of obesity, which is, by the way, the fastest growing non-communicable disease in the history of the world. And it's not okay where we're going. And we need to understand that to address this is to really remedy the greatest catastrophe we could be facing, because right now we are um, profiting off of that. And that's not um, a hmm. wise pathway either. Well, profiting, you know, with, with the food industry, you know, uh, I've seen some documentaries and some things out there and it's like, it's, you know, basically an addictive drug, you yes. know, the way that they've manipulated food and, and things in, into a way the ready, you know, available of high carbohydrate diet and sugars and cookies and snacks and processed foods, you know, or, or ever. So the kind of, it's an industry that they've legalized and, and profitized on the front end. And then really even the treatment on the, on the back end. That's all right. You look back at the trends and since 1985, and this, these are easily out there. So folks, if you want to go out and verify what I'm saying, you go back and look at 1985 and there was maybe one state out of the 50 that had an obesity rate 
albeit by BMI over 10%. But then now it's, so we're just talking here, you know, 35-ish years ago, less than 40. But you see the trend steadily growing, and this is a better bet than on the stock market for sure. The, the trends are growing uh, mightily where now, and it's been interesting too, and this is a fascinating observation, within the Bible Belt, right? Mm. You have seen the obesity trends lead the way. And again, that's a whole other lesson for today. But you see this trend continuing where now it's predicted that by the year 2050, 100% of the United States of America <laughs> and Americans will be either overweight or obese. And we're talking a significant um, uh, catastrophe to our ability to be immunoresilient. So as this relates to all these biological weapons and the things we're facing, I mean, this does not bode well for our survivability. Man, it does not. You know, and I think part of that 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 Midwest, you know, thing is, you know, when we're in a, a big city, you walk a lot more. A lot of times you yep. park and they're, they're they're moving. And I think there's a little bit of a culture, you know, farming culture, you're hardworking, you know, you it's it's like a former maybe NFL player. You know, when you see a former, you know, offensive lineman or something and they're and they're really fit, you're like, wow, that's pretty impressive because they have to eat so much to get up yep. 300, 315 you know, those kind of weights, you know, for like I'm saying offensive tackle, but when you stop playing, you know, and, and you're now a civilian, it's kind of tough. And I think that the, the Midwest has kind of become a little bit more like, you know, you know, civilians, if you're not farming, you're not working like you did it when you were a kid or when you were younger, or, you know, these things, you're probably not getting the steps in like you would be if you were in New York and walking around or something like that. So, so sometimes it becomes more sedentary somewhere like this than it would have been, you know, if you lived in New York, Philly, you know, one of those kind of places. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, as we we're talking before going live today, you know, we we talked about the size of the stomach, you know, being uh, unique. And this is a good way to describe it. Everybody listening right now, if you're seeing this, put your hands together like I've just got them. I put my two fists together and then go ahead and separate one arm away, one hand and leave. You got one fist left. That is the size of your stomach. And so if the size of the stomach is that much, you just can kind of visibly look at that and go, OK, how much food would fit in there? Wow. And because of the speed and the stress with which we eat, know that stress impedes digestion. Stress mm. impedes digestion. That's a principle. But when you eat very fast, when you stress and when you're stressed, you can feel that fist and make it stretch sure. out to the size of a, of a beach ball very easily. And that creates in itself this um, fast uh, weight gain that's driven by high blood sugar, which is driven by the high secretion of the hormone insulin, which drives fat storage, which further drives inflammation and further exacerbates things like cancer. So it's it's a whole connected uh, idea. This is the heart, the stomach, then what's the brain? Huh, the brain is actually a little bit bigger <laughs> than the heart. It's really? crazy. So the brain has the capability of being rewired, and that's why you mentioned that book, Fork Your Diet, the rewiring of the brain to create new pathways of habit is important. And the things that stop us from rewiring the brain are in that book. And they are this fear, resentment, anger, unforgiveness, disappointment, and shame. When we live in those things, it causes us not to be able to think and not to be able to change anything. We get so locked into that, which makes our brain become very ineffective in its being able to change habits. So we need to be able to rethink. And it's like, you know, all this is outside the brain, it's the mind, we need to renew our mind as we're doing right now with new information. Our mind is like a, a funnel that is open to the world. 
that goes into our brain. So if this open funnel is open to the world, it it's incumbent upon us, David, to put in good information, mm. in truthful information, in information that's inspiring and good and wholesome and productive. Because if we're not actively putting it in there, I guarantee the world's going to fill it in with the stuff that's negative. I'm sure everything we've said today is a good reminder for people, but this isn't there. There's not going to be anybody listening like, well, losing, losing some weight would help me, you know, whatever, you know, it's like people know that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes when someone has no momentum in a category, it's really hard, you know, you know, completion creates energy. You know, you, if, 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 you know, your house is a mess. It's like, all right, well, let me make my bed. Let me do one thing. That's kind of like, all right, that's the next thing. Oh, I'm going to fold some laundry. It's kind of, you know, you get momentum for, you know what, you got the second wind and you're like, oh, I'm moving furniture and stuff like that. You know, for you, it's such an ingrained habit. You've had a consistent pattern in this for life. Dr. Michelle, the same. What, what do you have for people? Like what's the next right thing someone could do if they're in a place and they're like, I have no momentum in this area. I don't have any wins in this area. When I come to a fork in the road, I, 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 you know, I don't take the right one and I've got a habit of that. What's the next right thing someone could do to get a foothold? Now, this is going to be the best advice that we can give people right now, David, and I uh, hope the flyover family hears the heart behind this. Number one, realize this principle. You can't go back and relive yesterday. You have to let that go because yesterday is history. You can't really worry about tomorrow because we don't know what that's going to hold. Therefore, that's still a big mystery. You have to embrace today and win today and realize the gift of today. That's why it's called the present. So you start today with one victory at a time, one meal at a time, one thought at a time. I'm not worried about right now what I'm going to have uh, two meals away. I might be concerned a little bit about what I'm going to do right now. So you start with this one victory. Use the rearview mirror in your car as a point of reference, but don't spend your time focusing on the rearview mirror because you will crash going forward. And so my advice is just to simply take it one day at a time, cut yourself some break, a lot of break, cut yourself some grace. It's not about what everybody thinks. Stop, breathe, embrace today and win today. Because as you said correctly, success yields success and victory yields victory. But you take it and get one success at a time and win that day. So the next meal you have, the next thing you do, make sure it's constructive and beneficial and it's going to yield um, uh, awesome advantages to this physical thing we call the temple. Man. Okay. So from from a practical standpoint, an actionable item, um, I'm just going to throw something out because I know that it's a good win and we've had conversations about this and you've, you've, you've helped us with things, but you've, you've got an array of things that you can do to work with people. You've got programs, yeah. you've got education, you've got community groups, you've got, you know, a lot of things, but you have a product called kingdom fuel. What if yeah. people just simply did something like, okay, for a week or a month, or I'm going to cut out soda, maybe not eat late at night and replace one meal with kingdom fuel. Cause it's not a snack. It's no. a meal. You spent a long time working on, on this formula. Is that a plan for somebody that's like, man, I don't have a lot of time. I got no wins. I've no success. But like what, what like me, like an entry place. It's to get their foot back in the pedal again. Is, is, totally. is, is that something they could do? That's where you start right there. That's a, a great um, example of, of 
an easy way to win. People, and I, I want people to hear this, that's a whole meal, right? That's a whole meal for under $5. It's going to give them a complete organic pea protein, full spectrum of vitamins and minerals, full spectrum of organic greens and reds, and both soluble and insoluble fiber, which is the key to keeping you, fuel, you full. And so you can mix up things there. Like I had mine yesterday, and I put spinach in there. I put a little bit of um, blueberries in there. I put a little bit of unsweetened almond butter and unsweetened nut milk, and that's what I've done. And so I do that as a meal every single day, at least one. And there's not a person out here. You know, people say well, it's too expensive to eat healthy. Okay, mm. stop a moment. The average American lunch is thirteen dollars and some change. Wow, this is five dollars. Everybody needs to go on there right now and order. Now, you're going to see back order. Just trust me, order anyway, because we're having a hard time keeping it, and they're going to put back order. But it will ship within the next week or so. Don't worry. They will take your order. Start there. Start right there, and you will win. It comes in chocolate and vanilla to your shelf life. So just know, you know, people are, are loving this stuff. Uh, as a testimony, many of the listeners know um, Clay Clark. Mm -hmm. um, he actually used this Kingdom Fuel for a whole month. This is straight out of his mouth. He actually lost 14 pounds in a month. And you know the Energizer Bunny that he is. Yeah. This is all he did. I didn't challenge him to do it. That was his decision. But he, he did this Kingdom Fuel as his meal. He used avocados with it and some things like that. It was great. Talked to him just two days ago. And he has continued wow. to do this and continues to maintain 11 pounds down. That's phenomenal. I, I, I like that because it's a, it's, it's a simple actionable item. And I think when people get a win, it's like, well, man, what else can I do? You know, maybe they'll, yeah. they'll do a little more, but a lot of people, they start, especially if, if, if they're, they feel like, man, I've, I've got so far to go. I'm in bad shape. I got this, and that. It's like, all right, I'm going to join CrossFit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, listen to Tony Robbins every morning. I'm going to, you know, whatever they got they're and they don't make it to Tuesday you know, of a, of a, of a new thing. And I, I love this because people can get a foothold and actually get their health back. And it's about the wins, feeling good about yourself and, and having some hope for next week, for next year. And it's better to start now than probably wait until January. I'd reckon. No, starting out the new year's resolution stuff. That's just, I'm going to be honest. That's garbage. Stop. The new year begins right now. We have no promise of tomorrow. Stop. Your new year begins right now. Celebrate new year. Have a new year resolution every day you wake up because that's really the opportunity for you to live life and not die through life. Mm, that's good. You guys go to go to DrSoGood.com. Go today. Try it out. Test us on this. We'd love to hear back from you. That was Clay's testimony. We'd love to hear back from you. Hey, what'd you think? What'd you like? Did you like the chocolate better or the vanilla? Try, you know, maybe, maybe one of each, but, but get a foothold in your life. This might be a good gift for somebody, you know, that man, man, they're kind of struggling and I don't know what to do. I'm stressed and busy time-wise, man, one meal a day, switching it out with this. And you're actually getting probably more nutrients than you would have from uh, you know, Burger King or something else anyway. So yeah, man, and we've got some, we got some bars coming this way too. So a couple months here, we've we're manufacturing some bars to go with this. So we want to get people fully equipped. So that's coming out there. Doctor Sherwood, thank you for being so awesome. Thanks for the hope that you bring everywhere you go. I love to, you know when you hear you speak in the uh, uh, at the reawaken events. We had a we had a good uh, recording with you there with you and Doctor Michelle. So we put that out this week. People tune into that when you always enjoy it. When you get to hear from Doctor Michelle, it's always a, a, a treat as well. You guys are a, a dynamic duo and bring a lot of hope. So thank you so much. Hi friends, Dr. Michelle Sherwood here. And Dr. Mark Sherwood. 
for years, patients have asked us about meal replacement shakes, but literally nothing has met our high standards. And with today's food shortages and nutritionally compromised diets, that standard American diet, we had to take action. So we created our own. Voila! Kingdom Feel is our complete nutritional shake mix. And it is absolutely, and I mean full of nutritional goodness. Do you have a three-month emergency food supply in your pantry? Kingdom Fuel is shelf-stable and available in delicious chocolate or vanilla. Stock up to fuel your life and enjoy a peace of mind. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.